This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mansfield Town have done it again! Yes, Mansfield Town well and truly have done it again. Elapsing concentration cost them a point at Crawley. The Stags were a mere 90 seconds away from taking a point home to the One Course Stadium. What would have been a good point as well, but elapsing concentration at the back, a mix-up, whatever you want to call it, sees the Stags leave Crawley empty-handed and puts us in a bit of a foul mood for the rest of the weekend. Share your reactions in the comments, as always, and have your say on your team. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because win, lose or draw, Mansfield will always matter. Crawley Town 1, Mansfield Town 0. This is the Cooldown Post-Match Reaction Show. Welcome to the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield always matters. Patience was the buzzword from Nigel Clough in the virtual fans forum in the week. I think, though, the buzzword today at the moment, given Mansfield's current form, is very much inconsistencies and uh, or, or you could say consistencies because we're inconsistent in terms of the results, but we're consistently generous with mistakes at the back. Joining me to cast our eyes over uh, what was nearly a good point for Mansfield but in the end is a defeat and a disappointing one is Mr Nathan Edge and Mr Cam Felton. Cam I'm going to start with you we saw a little yawn from you then I think all of us would have preferred to watch your favourite TV show Hollyoaks in the first half what a dull half that was I don't think the second half was much better personally 
Nathan Edge, um, I, th- yeah, I think you would have. I think you probably did watch Charlie Oaks because you were messaging yeah. saying, you know, the drama's great, everything's kicking off, and I'm looking at the chat thinking, what on earth is he watching? <laughs> no, um, they were definitely tongue in cheek comments. I mean, uh, I actually did not off a little bit in the second half. I will admit, and I wish I slept for it all because. Uh, it ended up in a nightmare come the end, from the final whistle. Yeah, I was very, very close myself here. A tough afternoon, really. A pitch which didn't suit either side in terms of being able to play any sort of real football. Uh, Mansfield certainly stepped up a little bit in the second half. I felt we edged the first half ever so slightly. Second half, we stepped it up a little bit. But, you know, it, it just boils down, Cam, to the fact it's the same thing again. The basics and the bare minimum that you need to do is they switched on at the back. We were 90 seconds away from taking a point. Crawley, just tell a little bit more about them. You know, they, they pounced on a mistake. Stephen McLaughlin, uh, Farron Rawson certainly have questions to answer for, for that goal. Uh, maybe a little bit Kel Gordon too, um, but certainly a very, very frustrating goal to, to concede on. Uh, an afternoon where otherwise it was a fairly even game. Crawley don't deserve three points there. No, not at all. And, and no, no, neither did we, to, to add to that, but, uh, you know. No. no, I will say we were very unlucky in the second half. Um, Tyreed Sinclair's free kick, um, not finding its way in. Um, Jamie Reid's header in the first half, I thought that was in, and it just went wide. And you were just thinking, oh, it's just going to be one of these games, isn't it? And you were thinking, oh, nil, nil, yeah, that'd be all right. Not too bad. Pitch was very 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 hard I don't know what they've been doing to it they look like they'd not watered it in a month um, and it, it just it was just a poor game of football and it was disappointing to watch because when we did get the ball going it just the ball would take a bobble and then it, it just the, the move would fizzle out and it was the same for Crawley as well so it's not just us that has these these issues and then uh, yeah defensive defensive errors and to be fair, as a goalkeeper, I think Marek Steck will be extremely disappointed in himself tonight as well because goalkeepers pride themselves not being beaten at the near post and he was maybe caught off guard but shouldn't let them slip through the near post You like can that. jump on me and my back and say goalkeepers union if you want but there's three defenders that have three opportunities to deal with that before it even gets to Steck but... I, th- I felt he kept us in the game at times as well. First half makes a, a good interception with a long ball o- from a long ball over the top. Second half makes an absolutely tremendous save. He'll get some stick for the for the goal, which I'm sure I'm sure he will. But uh, for me, there's three other people to. I use the term blame lightly, and maybe the, the tone of my voice says it s- suggests a little bit of frustration. Um, there is a little bit of frustration there, but um, there are three other people that need to have questions asked before it gets to Marek Stegnaif. Yeah, but I don't think um, the quite you know clear and obvious mistakes as we've made in in previous games. You know, you look at Gordon last week, uh, Sweeney and Rawson together the week, uh, Harrogate. I mean, the list goes on. There's a lot of um, lot of mistakes that have been made. So this is more of a collective issue where although we were, you know, like you say, nine seconds to go, if we just managed to keep switched on that, you know, cause up to that point, we defended pretty well. Um, you know, and and we we deserve to. You know, Crawley had Crawley had chances, so did we. It was one of those games. It was a, it was a typical sort of um, mid-table end of season game in in a way where the the quality was mm. was a bit poor. Um, you know, it, it just one of those. You knew if, if anyone was going to win, it was going to be a one nil. Um, and it's 
kind of typical of, of, of Croy's recent form. You know, they have been doing well at home. They haven't conceded a long time. And if, yeah, as, as that game ticked towards the end, you know, that would have been in their head. They know that, you know, we, we haven't been conceding. And they, if they get a chance, they're, you know, they're going to look to take it. And, and they did. Keep your comments coming in. Let's go through a few of them now. Let us know your thoughts on the game. Roy has kicked us off saying, oh dear, great performance Tuesday. Uh, Dog S performance today, but don't worry, Nigel will think we played well. Uh, Nathan says, we was unlucky to think we deserve, I think we deserved a 0-0. Uh, Jamie, too inconsistent. Poor game in my eyes. One lapse and it costs us. Move on to the next game. Uh, Lacked a cutting edge up front in the second half, says Phil, and a keeper shouldn't be beaten at their near post. I told you one would come in, didn't I? Uh, Richard says, uh, poor defending from Gordon and Rawson and Steck beating his near post there's another uh, have to be better in those situations especially when the game is almost done in truth didn't do enough the second half uh, Tim says Clough now knows Clark is not the captain for next season I, I would like you to maybe clarify that a little bit Tim if you if you wouldn't mind just expand on that comment a little bit more maybe referring to the fact he was taken off at half time Nath possibly possibly but we don't know the exact. You know, he could have had a knock. So yeah, and I think Nigel exactly Clough did off. did say after Tuesday as well. He, t- he took took him off Tuesday because he basically just ran out of energy. So maybe uh, that's in there as well. I thought we saw that a couple of times today. Actually, can we'll stick on that for a second? Um, you know, we made three substitutions uh, today, and I felt all three were were made due to the fact that of players just not having. The energy, you know, Ollie Clark comes off at half-time. He wasn't really in the game too much first half. Uh, Keaton Ward, I thought, did excellently. We'll come on to that later. Um, then, obviously, we, we take Jason Law off, who's been tremendous in, in recent weeks. I thought he did well again today, covering covering a lot of ground, but maybe wasn't quite on it as, as he has been. And then Jamie Reid, another one who goes off, who never usually comes off, perhaps carrying a little bit of a knock, a lot of game time in recent weeks as well. Yeah, I mean... It's disappointing that players just seem to be running out of energy because we're starting to get like a relatively stable team. Players know they know their roles, and 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 we actually play good football. And then it just seems the energy has gone gone missing, and the, the high press that we've been that we've been using. And yes, I think that's partially down to the fact that we've not got George Lapsley on. But even when he wasn't playing or when he was taken off, we could still play that football. And it just seems that. Whether the, I know I know we can't keep going back to it, but the break sort of like really has done us no favors at all. Since then, we could just can't find a decent bit of form, and it seems that the players' fitness and energy have just gone downhill since then. Is it is it any surprise? Though? I mean, you no. think yeah, you know, we have played back to back Saturdays and Tuesdays for a long time, and we haven't really changed that much in the in the lineup apart from enforced changes. So, you know today the commentary team pointed it out and it was it was right you know it's very unusual to see Nigel Clough make changes especially three when they're not necessarily enforced as in the fact that it wasn't an injury or it wasn't a sending off which made us reshuffle you know so they've been changed yeah enforced in the sense that obviously it's probably players that you know are tiring um but it's they never normally come that early on you the only change he's ever seemed to make consistently from from players tiring has been Stephen Quinn going off at you know around the uh, around the eighty mark and and a player coming to take his place. So yeah, they are going to be be tiring. They've been playing on very heavy pitches and like I say, playing back to back. So and when we haven't got a massive squad, that is going to take an effect. And I guess could you also take that into consideration for the the final you know, stoppage time conceding the goal? 
Yeah, possibility. I mean, you look at when we've conceded a lot of our goals and they have been, you know, in, in those periods, we've we've struggled in that area. I think there has we have to have a look at, um, you know, formations and, and, and lineups ahead of Tuesday. You know, we've got a lot of games coming up. I'll just put the fixtures up uh, now. You know, we've got three back-to-back home games now. Uh, we'll still go Saturday, Tuesday to the end of the season. Carlisle on Tuesday night. Uh, Grimsby on Saturday, which is a huge game for us, um, in my opinion. I think that one could be uh, the game for survival. Um possibility of that and then obviously Tuesday uh, the 23rd Forest Green at home 6 o'clock kickoff uh, month then ends with a trip to Tramia Rovers so t- tra- Saturday Tuesday uh, for the remainder of the month a lot of turnaround and when you're naming the same starting lineup, I think that that, that does uh, play a part I think we're fortunate um, in the fact that we've got a few more players coming back it'd be interesting to get an update on George Maris to see how long he's going to be out we've missed him uh, George Lapsley as well it'd be interesting to see whether he was kept out today with, with Tuesday in mind um, and then got updates on the others but we need to make sure that um, for our own safety and for our own stability that if we do have to make you know three or four changes every single game I don't mind that because it means that we're staying fresh it changes aren't bad when we are inconsistent mm. as, as we are at the moment. I think, you know, you, you, when we went on that run earlier, you know, it, it seems like forever ago now, but obviously in January, there wasn't too many changes then. And then you say, you know, that's fair enough. When your players are playing well and, and confidence is high, you, know, you, you, you do understand that. And, and I guess in the same way today you know pre-match we did say that you, you understand why there were no changes in there yeah but it's it's you it's just the fact that i think we are because we are playing so many games back to back and on and on tough pitches every every single game you know there's not really a game where you get a break from that because all league two pitches are the same at the moment um you know I, it, we've gonna we've got we've got to sort of um react to the fact that you know I think we are starting to see a bit of uh, tired legs kicking. Absolutely. More comments then. Roger says people are just going to accept uh, of our last 12 games. The Stags will lose at least half. I still think they will just about get to 50 points. The 10-point gap is a godsend. Yeah, the, the buffer is narrowed slightly to 10 points uh, today. Uh, Southend drew 0-0 with Stevenage. Uh, 5.30 kickoff. Grimsby against Colchester. Colchester in 20th on 36 points. So would be unable to catch the Stags. Um tonight and the Stags won't drop below 16 below where they are in 16th uh, Grimsby bottom on 25 um, so not really that result doesn't really affect us um, at all I think it would probably be, be nicer if perhaps um, Colchester were to beat Grimsby to, to sort of uh, make that one less team to worry about if that makes sense and then it will all depend on uh, what we do on Tuesday and what happens on Tuesday night. A lot of football still to be played. The Stags do fortunately still have uh, a game in hand on um, on Southend. Grimsby of course have a couple of games in hand uh, on the Stags as well so swings and roundabouts on that one. Uh, Paul says poor defending for the goal leaving Sarki con- on Sarkic on the bench is beyond belief why take him if you aren't going to play him don't understand Clough sometimes I think uh, on the Sarkic one very briefly Cam he's been out of the, the squad for four four or so weeks he's, you know, he's barely featured since he's coming clearly carrying an injury I think he was carrying an injury when he, he came in as well um, the, there was no point throwing him on for, for 20 minutes today say for example you look at when Sinclair came on no point throwing him on then um, to potentially risk uh, an injury 
perhaps the last five minutes or so I would have liked to have seen him brought on, but certainly it, it didn't. It, it doesn't warrant at this stage um, when a player is coming back from recovery. Look at what happened to George Lapsley um, in midweek. It doesn't warrant putting them on for 20 minutes when it could risk them being out. I think maybe if, had Lapsley only played five minutes, 10 minutes max Tuesday, he might have been involved today. He might have even started. So there's those little things you've got to consider. Um, I think on the Lapsley thing, I don't think we needed to bring him on at all on Tuesday night. I think the game was more than in hand so was it a risk that was that was worth it I, I, personally I don't think it was yeah, I agree. 3-1 up and 3-1 up and what's the point in bringing on your most creative player it's not like we needed a goal so why I don't see why that was a risk and and, and yes I think it might have been too early for a full game for George but bringing him on at half time for for Clark might have been an option and and give him a, a run out for 45 minutes. That wouldn't have been too bad. But it's disappointing. And I think it's all going to be, because we've lost in the way that we have lost, I think it's all going to be ifs and buts and, and what ifs. We, what if we'd have done this and done that? Yeah. Um, so I don't think that, I don't think Clough can win either way because if you if he makes these changes and, and Tyree sticks that free kick in, he's a, he's a footballing genius. If, he's, if, he, if he brings them on and, and we've done what we've actually done then oh it's it's his fault and blah 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 and we should have done this instead and everyone's football manager these days you should know that absolutely tim says the pitch was not to blame two league two sides not very good football element of that i guess mm. uh john says basic uh basic mistakes again and again uh, jamie says i can't see clark being captain or being there next season is it just me thinking that a lot of people look at that substitution at half time i guess uh, paul says now you can see why clough said the other day that we need uh defenders and strikers uh victor oh dear when are we going to learn to defend ethan says very unlucky i think that's probably that probably sums it up today um uh, roger says i thought it was going to be a draw and then I exploded with some swearing the missus said to me can you hear yourself I said yes I'm swearing a scruffy typical league 2 average game um, Tim says Clark run out of ability not energy uh, Victor when are, when are we going to learn uh, once again nothing up top says Wayne no good doing it in the odd games always a chance we will concede something can't wait for the season to finish so they can uh, start to build for next season uh, Victor good job other clubs can't win behind us oh dear oh dear uh, Jay says Rawson out let's get right in um, and Victor adds some of our players need to ask um, themselves are we doing our best it's a, I think Losing in the manner we have done today, Nath, with 90 seconds left, I think that's probably the, the, the most disappointing thing. If we could see out that last 90 seconds and not concede a soft, sloppy, ridiculous goal, that's a good point. I, I, the, um, this is why I've, I've, I'm not on here absolutely fuming. or mm. you know, Obviously, disappointment. Obviously, we, you know, we've lost the game in the last, uh, you know, last minute and a half, so obviously there's going to be disappointment there. For, but... If we didn't concede that, I felt like I feel like a lot of the comments and a lot of the reaction would have been, all right, rubbish game, you know, not not much quality. But I feel like a lot of people say, we, you know, we defended well, and you know, we kind of gotten over the point. We also finished with with three youngsters, or you know, or very, you know, or basic youngsters. And well, sorry, no, we didn't finish. But most of the game, we had Keaton Ward, uh, Jason Law, and um, and Tyree Sinclair. I think it's good to see Sinclair get 20 minutes nearly, again. Nearly got a goal. So if we just managed to keep keep it out and you know obviously football's you know played for 90 plus minutes so 
end of the day we, we've lost and that's the, the the bottom line but if we just managed to keep it out I feel like there would have still been a, a lot of more positive comments on here I, I you know it's not it's not the end of the world I don't think we're still yes we've dropped a point in the in the in the buffer but uh, it's not been a disastrous game I think it's just one that we just need to move on move on from and learn a couple of things um, but it, if we didn't concede that goal I'd be sitting here saying I felt we defended pretty well it's the Steven it's the South End Stevenage uh, result which perhaps you know hang, makes it hang in the balance a little bit had South End nicked a goal uh, and then you know the buffer narrows again you you'd yeah. be a little bit more fuming they've got a point you know the bare minimum for me between now and the end of the season I'll say it time and time again is just match whatever South End do we've done we've not done that today uh, which is disappointing but also we're not in too not in that much trouble because we still have a game in hand on them we've ten, we're 10 points clear of them uh, there's 12 12 games left to go if we can maybe pick up 12 points in those 12 games and you know uh, and South End don't pick up more than 15 we'll be alright well that's it you've got to look South End have got to you, you put the you put yourself into their position they've got to go they've got to change what they've done basically all season and go on a, a pretty good run for the last uh, um, what was it 12 games they, yeah so, they've got 11 left yeah they've played 11, 35 yeah, so, yeah. So, so they've got obviously less games to do it they've got to they've got to win quite a a good chunk of those but let's also not forget that yes all right we're not in the best form but i'm pretty sure i mean i don't know if you've got the form table there but colchester must be in pretty bad form port vale are certainly in bad form there's a there's a couple of us that are down there um you know that are that are in worse form than us so you know it's, it's yeah frustrating from us i think we all wanted us to go in and, and build on from from the cheltenham game a draw would have been all right you know we would have come out and said you know it wasn't the best game but at least we didn't lose and that 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 should have been the you know that that that's what should have happened obviously it hasn't but it, and it's annoying that it could you can basically put it down to sort of uh defensive areas again which we can't seem to get fixed but i don't think we're going to get it fixed now until until next season i think unfortunately this is just in the bit of the DNA of the the players we got on there at the moment yeah it is and and that's the most uh, frustrating thing cam i think for me i, I think you know, Nigel Clough said in the virtual fans forum that he wants to have a look at who who to keep around next year uh, and who to who to maybe help build a squad around and be involved in his squad next year. We've said it at the top of the show. You know, we don't make changes too often, but I think now we've got to start having a little look at different defensive pairings. We've had a little look. We've had a, a long look at Rawson and Sweeney. We all know what Ryan Sweeney can do and he's, what he's capable of. I'd be fuming if he was let go and or or was sold. Um, but we've not, we've only seen him with Rawson. We've not seen him with uh, Wright, for example. We've not seen him with Perch. Two options there that we can have a have a little look at. I think we need to to explore that. Uh, likewise, we've not seen Rawson with with Wright, or we've not particularly see, we've not seen oh, more than 10, 15 minutes of of Wright and and Perch. So Has Wright I played th- yet? Yes, he, he came yeah. on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what oh, game was it, was it that came on? Barrow. Barrow game. Yeah, yeah. Um, very when. Uh, after the got sent off. yeah 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 um, so it, it's yeah so the, we've not seen a lot of that and I think you know with 12 games to go I don't think there's too much danger in sorting that out to be honest and, and having a look at that because clearly something's not working he, he said it's it's in both boxes we've tried to mix it up a little bit up front 
um, with bringing players on today. So let's have a look at the back and see what we can do. I mean, yeah, you might as well because when when are we going to find out if, if these players are working? Obviously, we're not going to bring right in for the sake of bringing a player in because we know that's not how things are going to work under Clough and especially under um, uh, a sharp in charge because we're going to be a bit wiser with money. That was something that was said um, before, before Clough even came in. When Cochran was in charge, it was going to be, we're not just going to waste money. So obviously he's got, Clough has some idea of what he wants to do with Wright. And then you've also got to look at someone like um, Faz Rawson. Did any idea what we spent on him from Forest Green? No, I did. see this is the frustrating thing, isn't it? But uh, you, you don't know how much money was paid or, or whatever, but um, the frustrating thing about Rawson is that we know he can be a decent defender. He's one it's of those, the most isn't he? Frustrating thing. Well, I actually he thought he had a decent game today until. <laughs> yeah, until I, I agree. I mean, I thought he did. He has done all right in the last couple of weeks, but We're for me, it's, do you know what? The the, do you know what? He reminds me a lot, and people will laugh at this, but he reminds me a lot of Exus Cahegan in a way. Right? Bear with me. Right? <laughs> decent in the air and would pretty much win maybe eighty-five percent of everything woeful on the floor and I think and I think that's that's the issue but you need in the way we we play and we want to play we need defenders who are comfortable on the ball and comfortable playing with the ball and for me you know he might be a lovely bloke whatever but uh, he's probably good enough to keep around as a squad player but he's not a starting player for me I want to I want to see a commanding experienced centre-half Perch has come in and he, he's done relatively well for me. He's up there. He's my man of the match today. Um, I think, you know, we maybe need to see that a little bit more from uh, from Jake Wright. He's got those credentials as a tall commanding centre, central defender. Someone that is just going to head everything, kick everything and do that. And that's what we need. But Rawson doesn't necessarily offer that on a consistent basis for me. Consistency is the key for a centre-half. Yeah, it is, and I think that that's that's the important thing because when we're in, let's not let's not beat around the bush. We're not in the greatest run of form at the moment, and it's all right scoring goals, but letting goals in is just as in just as important, and and how and closing the gap up in the back because yeah, like. Um, you think back to Tuesday night. The reason that they score a goal is because they've just got no, they've just got so much space to run into. Uh, Barrow last Saturday, um, just too much time for them to to get a man ball over the top. That's all it is. It's, it's it's conference football, but we just can't seem to deal with that sort of stuff. Long balls over the top, and we just panic. It's, it's just too often this season that we have uh, that it's happened though yeah it's just not we're just not composed enough uh, Clive in the comments says uh, calm down folks if we can win one lose one draw one etc for the rest of the season we've had a notable uh, recovery and he also has that Faz played well enough today I, I disagree with with Clive says it every week with so that, <laughs> I've but, clocked on to that yeah I, he did until like 
the 90th minute. He had a big part to play in conceding that goal for me. Uh, McLaughlin is initially to blame. He doesn't win uh, the initial header. And then Rawson just lets, he just steps in front and just lets the, the man who eventually scores get into get into space. He needs to stay tighter with him. He needs to not let him get goal side. And if he does that and, and stands up to him, he doesn't get through. He gets a block on and someone else can, can sweep it away. That's that's basic basic defending for me. Basic. Yeah, disappointed that we didn't necessarily, you know, go for the diamond today. Yeah. You know, I think, nothing but I, like uh, Tuesday night, was it, in, uh, in how we set up? I think the, the frustrating thing on that is the pitch didn't necessarily uh, allow that enough um, I think we've tried to go expansive and we've tried to play the difference between the two systems as I said before is when we're in the 4-3-3 we try and press from the front um, we went back into the 4-3-3 but we didn't press from the front today and that comes from energy not from the front three but from the midfield in being able to push up and, and stop any potential moves through the middle we had no energy Ollie Clark had no energy today the, Stephen McLaughlin didn't offer much in there because in a, in a three is a left footed player he can't use his right foot enough for me so he doesn't warrant being in in a midfield three it he, he puts us off balance and um, when we're in the the, the diamond um, we play more counter-attacking football we we soak it up and we try and hit hit teams direct and on the break I felt if we'd have done that today I think we might have had a few more chances a few more openings we had two opportunities in the first half both of which came from from long diagonal balls and from both of which became very close to scoring I think Tactically, we should have perhaps stuck with a diamond today. Yeah, yeah. I also think that yeah, we didn't go direct enough, and I think we was also guilty of trying to walk the ball in. There was a couple of chances where the ball just found its way towards the front of the uh, in front of the goal, and we just tried to pass it around and find that little bit of space. You should just be absolutely smashing that towards goal. And it is so we had a couple of uh, attempts, didn't he? Yeah, he, he had a few, few from from distance, so. They they occasionally had a go, so uh, it is a. Uh, um, um, it's again. I think we've talked the same thing. Isn't it? It's it's both boxes where we've just failed today, and it's come back to bars on the on the on the arse at the last minute. Yeah, absolutely. Let's switch from negatives to a positive uh, before we uh, get man of the match votes in. Uh, let us know in the comments who you think your man of the match is today. Nathan referenced it earlier. We finished the game with three academy products on the pitch today, Cam. Keaton Ward, obviously, even though you know he, he left the club and then has since come back, um, came on at half-time. Uh, he, if I'm giving a man of the match man of the match purely for the second half, I think he'd definitely be up there. I thought he did very well, uh, looked comfortable on the ball, moved the ball very, very well indeed. Jason Law, as we know, uh, terrific talent. Uh, perhaps was a little bit quieter than he has usually been today, but I think, um, you know, the the consistent amount of football which is being played at the minute, you have to remember, this is the first ever time he's getting a consistent run of the games and we go in Saturday, Tuesday. Um, I and also then, think um, he was very unlucky today because I think the pitch didn't help. He's a player that likes to get yeah. the ball at his feet yeah. and run and you just could not do mm. that. There were too many bobbles. Yeah, and then of course we bring uh, Tyree Sinclair on as well who's unlucky not to score from a free kick, deflects off the wall. Three academy products, uh, uh, you know, uh, finishing the game today, Cam. Very, very pleasing. That's, that's, that's what we want to see. I mean, if we'd maybe have lost and Southend had won and the gap had narrowed a little bit, I might be a little bit more hesitant, but I still think we're comfortable enough to pretty much flip between 16th and maybe 20th. 
Um, I, you know, I think 99% will, will be all right. And it's the type of, like we've said before, it's the type of opportunity for these young players to, to come in and make a name for themselves. And I, I was pleased with, with, to see that today. Pleased to see Tyree Sinclair get a little bit more than five minutes too. Yeah, but if you think someone like Jason Law, is, but for the last few games, has played really well. And I think the only game, I can't even say that he played poorly in the Barrow game because he didn't, I thought. It was, no, he got, yes, lo- he, he, he got lost, didn't he? Because he got dragged back into midfield yeah. rather than playing up top. Yeah, so he didn't play poorly. It's just the system just, mm. I wouldn't say let him down, but he just couldn't play the way that he could. He, he usually does. So uh, the fact that we're talking about consistency and, and how consistently poor we seem to be at the moment, other than the odd occasion, um, You'd think that these academy players, when they do play, Law's been consistently decent when he has when it whenever he's started. Keaton Ward's come on, and he every time that he has come on, he's played all right. He's never done anything spectacular, but he's not been poor. And same for Tyree Sinclair. When he has come on, he, he has actually been a bit of a nuisance. He's he, yes, he's maybe not done as much as what you'd think that he could do I think he's if the conditions had been better I'd like to see him pushed a little bit further wide let him let him run with the ball get and getting a ball into the box but he's not played poorly so yeah it's great it's great to see these young lads mixing it with the first team but also actually getting getting onto the pitch and actually doing something and not just not just taking a place on the squad, they're actually there to do a job. And and whether that's to shore up the midfield, as, as Keaton Ward's done the last couple of games when he has come on, or to to provide some attacking threat that Jason Law does. Yeah, very good to see them getting their opportunities and uh, long may that continue. Start thinking about your man of the match uh, votes whilst you do that. Let's take a little look at the picture elsewhere in Skybet League 2 this afternoon. <laughs> So the Stags, of course, beaten by a goal to nil at Crawley in what was a disappointing uh, end to the game for the Stags, what should have been a comfortable point in reality. Elsewhere in Skybet League 2, though, full-time scores as follows. Carlisle United 3, Bradford City 1. Exeter City beaten 1-0 at home by league leaders Cheltenham. Forest Green Rovers uh, winning 2-1 at home to Harrogate. Leighton Orient 1, Scunthorpe United 1. Morecambe 1, Newport 3. Oldham 2, Cambridge 4, Port Vale 0, Bolton 1 and Southend 0, Stevenage 0. Currently goalless into the fifth minute between Grimsby and Colchester as well. In terms of the league table, well the Stags are currently in 16th position on 40 points for the season with 12 games left to play. At the top, it's tight at the top. Cheltenham lead the way, courtesy of a 1-0 win this afternoon on 62 points. And then tied, second is Cambridge on 61, plus 20 goal difference, far superior goal difference uh, to Forest Green in third, also uh, on 61 points, plus 13 goal difference. Playoffs is tight as well. Uh, Newport, Tranmere, Bolton, all on 57 points. Morecambe, despite a 3-1 defeat today, occupy the uh, seventh spot with 56 points. Down at the bottom, the Stags, 16th on 40th on 40 points Oldham and try on Scunthorpe also with the same amount of points Warsaw then in 19th on 38 Colchester in 20th on 36 
Swartvale 21st on th- with 35 and then Barrow just above the drop zone on 32. Then it's South End in the relegation places on 30 points, 10 points behind the Stags, although Mansfield have a game in hand. And then Grimsby as it stands on 25 points, uh, having played 32 uh, games. Of course, the Stags play Grimsby uh, a, week to, a week today at the One Course Stadium. Carlisle, though, first on Tuesday night, who have absolutely dropped off the boil uh, of late. However, a 3-1 win for them today has potentially seen a resurgence in form for them. Be interesting to see how that plays out on Tuesday night. Start getting your votes in then for your Mansfield Matters Man of the Match today. A 1-0 defeat away at Crawley, but who will get the prize which every footballer wants? Yes. It's not a bottle of champagne, it's not a medal, it's not a pay rise, it's a tweet from Nathan Edge. Turn one, Mansfield Town nil. Then the final score uh, in Crawley this afternoon. But who will get the man of the match vote? Cam, how many names have you got on your list today? I can tell you mine. It consists of just two. Uh, I can go one less than that. Yeah, I've got one today. Nathan, is any advances on one or two? Yeah, just the one mainly. Okay, right. We'll go Nathan first then. Um, my well, there are a couple of mentions for others. Um, so. I'll go with them first. So if it wasn't for the last 90 seconds, um, I was actually going to nominate Max Deck was going to be my, my man of the match today, but obviously then conceding near goal, uh, near post. I know you're going to be in the goalkeeper's union with that one, Craig, but uh, I think uh, people are right in the comments. I think he shouldn't have been, and Cam, believe it or not, should have been beaten near post. So um, he's, he's dropped out of that race for me. Um and I think special mentions to the to the young ones, Jason Law and certainly Keaton Ward and and mm-hmm. Sinclair. To be fair, mm-hmm. I think they, they, none of them have come on and 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 sort of done themselves any harm at all. So, uh, and I still think going forward, I want to see them get even more minutes. So, uh, special mentions to them. But my man of the match nomination is to James Perch. Cam, uh, we've gone for the same same man. Yeah, James Perch. Pretty much the same reasons. Yeah, exactly the same for me. Uh, James Perch and Marek Steck are my two nominations. Uh, no shock, of course, to either of you. Um, James Perch just edges it, though. Um, not because Steck conceded in, in late on. Um, I, you know, if it wasn't for him early doors, you know, we might have been one or two no down. Um, but I think overall Perch was, uh, was decent at centre-half again today. 
strong, commanding, no-nonsense, took no prisoners, uh, could play at times as well with the ball at feet. So uh, he definitely gets it. Honourable mentions, like Nathan says, to the, the trio of youngsters, uh, Jason Law, Tyree Sinclair and Keaton Ward. Uh, exciting uh, things to come from them. And like Nathan says, I'd like to see uh, them, uh, you know, uh, give him more time uh, in the final 12 games of the season. Um, let's go for this. I don't think we're going to need Cam's abacus for this one. Here we go. Jamie says, Perch. Clive, man of the match has to be Perch. Susie, Perch. Uh, uh, Phil, Perch. Uh, Richard has to be Perch. Made some great tackles. Tim, man of the match, Perch. Um... And yeah, that's it. So the, all the, the votes are in. Um, very easy ones down. Not going to do the whole build up to it because it's pointless. We all know who's won it. James Perch gets the coveted Nathan Edge tweet uh, today. Um, so well done to him. Good, com- solid commanding performance uh, from him. Uh, quick word on Tuesday night then. Of course, Carlisle at home at 7 o'clock kickoff for that one. Make sure you join us at 5.50 for the warm-up show. Um, Cam, we've got to make changes, haven't we? we? We have to. We've got to get some fresh legs. We can't keep, you know, just making the odd tweak and, and things like that we've got to rotation is going to be key now if we want to kick on and, and survive comfortably I'd rather survive comfortably than get dragged into uh, to a, into a, a scrap because we could we still could 12 games is a long time in football as we well know from seasons past yeah it is um, I think I don't want to see it happen, but I think it could. I think Rawson will get dropped, personally. I think Wright will come in or Sweeney will come back in. Um, Absolute scenes on this I podcast think... if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the other one is, uh, I, I just wait and see what, what happens with George Lapsley. I, I don't know if how long he's going to be out for, but I, I'd also expect maybe Harry Charlesley to come back in and then may, maybe Jason Law drop back into the midfield if Ollie Clark... That would starts him, on the bench. I'd like to see Charlesley come back in, but if we drop Law back into midfield, might as well not play him. He's he's good enough, but I, I just don't think I, I think I've he's, not, he's not much more it. effective in the in the front three. That's nothing against him in midfield. I just think he's his positions either or the maybe front at least three, play the diamond, and play or the diamond. Him. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather put Charlesley in midfield. In yeah, sense. I would. I think I think Law's more. Attack-minded than what Charlesley is yeah. attacking-wise. So yeah, even yeah. though Charlesley has put, put in some some goals so far, I mm. still think Laws offers something a bit more direct and and, and yeah, I, I agree with that. Absolutely. I I, I, I want to see Keaton Ward maybe give given given more time. Like yeah. If we are struggling midfield-wise with legs, get get Keaton Ward in, give him give him long starting. Even you know, let's why why not? If we need legs, then we we have got some options that we can use them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, some options will be used, others potentially won't. I mean, you could look at changing the system and pushing Kel Gordon higher and getting Corey O'Keefe back in the side, but Corey O'Keefe, for whatever reason, clearly he's not a dog person, is he, Nath? Clearly he's, he's, he's not a fan of Bobby. Bobby growls at him, doesn't he? That's, that's what we're going with. Bobby's going to be fuming with him, clearly. So, you know, obviously, uh, you know, when I, I made, I made the, uh, the little joke about uh, our goalkeepers dropping Bobby when carrying up the metal stairs. Well, maybe it was O'Keefe after all. Yeah, maybe it was. Uh, no dogs were harmed in the making of this podcast. My thanks to Nathan Edge and to Cam Felton for joining me again, despite a disappointing result this afternoon at Crawley. We go again. 12 more games left in this season on the sofa. 10-point buffer between ourselves and Southend. Plenty of football still to be played and a big crunch game with Grimsby next Saturday as well. Make sure you join us for the journey on Tuesday night as the Stags 
welcome Carlisle United to the One Course Stadium. 7 o'clock kickoff for that one, which means we'll be here from 5.50 with the Facebook Live exclusive warm-up show. And then again, 15 minutes after full-time for all the debates, reaction and much more in between in the cool-down post-match reaction show. If you missed it yesterday, make sure you check out our um, reactions to the Virtual Fans Forum, our Stack Stories episode with Neil Bishop as well as on our website. Football, isn't it a funny old game? As is time. 90 seconds between it being a positive point at Crawley and a disappointing afternoon. Only one thing to do. Write it off. Go again. Take a sigh. And just say, there's an easy way, a hard way... And a Mansfield bloody town way. See you Tuesday. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer it streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered. By fans.